Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Voice of Adoptees, which brings together diverse and unique voices from around the world to share their stories. If you liked today's episode, remember to give us a like, subscribe, and leave a review. Here's your host, David Shunk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Voice of Adoptees. Tonight, we are joined by Claire. She was adopted from Russia at a young age. Claire, hello. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Hi, thank you for having me. So, Claire, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from? Okay, so I was from Beast, Russia, and I was adopted in 2000 by um, two loving parents. And I have three other siblings that were also adopted from Russia. One was from the same orphanage as me, and then my other two other siblings were from a different orphanage, but I don't remember what name that was. And I grew up in a small town in New Hampshire, and yeah, basically it was the very small, so it's kind of, I don't even know how to explain it, but not many people know about it. So. It's still nice, though. Everyone's really nice and friendly. Did you ever meet a lot of adoptees growing up? No, I was, basically, it was really cool. Like, Well, besides your siblings, of course. Yeah, well, my siblings, yeah, of course. But the friends that I had, it was like so, like, they thought it was so interesting that I was like adopted because, you know, it was kind of, it wasn't rare, but it was just like very unique to be adopted. So they always want to know like where I was from and blah, 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 and my story. And it's like, I was adopted at two, so I don't really remember much. But it's like every person that I met and like every teacher is like, oh, like they'd ask like, oh, where are you from or whatever? And like, you know, tell us how your summer was or whatever. And it's like, oh, I'm adopted. And so like, then they're like, you know, have a five minute session with me because it's like, it was so interesting to them. Right, right. So you were adopted at age two, so you don't have any memories of Russia. No. When you were growing up, did you always know that you were adopted? Yes, I did. Yeah, I. Uh, my mom actually, we. She actually bought outfits for my siblings and I. I like. I don't know what it's called, but like, is there Russian royalty or something? Because there was like these princess dresses, but they're like Russian or something, or there was like some kind of cultural dress that the Russians would wear back in like very like two hundred years ago, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. It seemed like it, but it's like so. She just dressed us up in those for like you know because she loves taking photos and stuff like that. But right. I, I liked it, like, and stuff like that. Yeah, I liked knowing that I was adopted rather than, like, not knowing. Yeah. Did it ever bother you at any point growing up that you were adopted? It kind of hit me when I was, like, in high school because I was trying to figure out, like, who I was. And it's, like, where I was from and, like, you know, my backstory. It's, like, I don't know. I didn't know my family and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, okay, well, like, I like I had anxiety bad in, like, high school and kind of, like, you know, self, um, like, insecurity so I was like, okay, is this like, you know, is this for everyone or is this just basically for adoptees? I don't know. So then I was like, I don't really know. <laughs> I'm just spacing out. That's okay. So how, what was different between your siblings and you when it came to their approach about Russia? Were you, did, I mean, you like to talk about it. Did they ever talk about it or no? Well, so one of my brothers actually likes talking about it. And he also wants to find out his family and his background. Oh, okay. But I have a sister and an older brother. Well, they're all older than me. But my youngest older brother wants to know. But my sister doesn't really want to, nor does my older. But the difference is, it's like I tried to find my family when I was in high school. But I did the very sketchy thing. And I just looked on Facebook. (laughs) And then I want to do Ancestry. But it cost 50 bucks. And it's like, that was a lot back then for me. Because I I didn't have a job. So I was like, you know what? Like, if I couldn't find it, because I didn't know there was any other kind of resources out there. So I kind of just stopped and halted because I'm like, okay, if they're not on there, I don't know what other resources, but 
now there is a lot more resources nowadays. Right, right. When you wanted to look to find your relatives in high school, what information were you trying to seek? Was it just curiosity or were you looking for medical history? I mean, like, what, what, what were you thinking when you thought, like, hey, I want to try to find these people in Russia? So it kind of wasn't my idea. It was my best friend's idea. Oh, um, so you were him. pushed. Because, <laughs> yes. So yeah. um, she was like, okay, we're going to look on Facebook and we're going to try to find your mom or your dad. Um, and then we, like, you know, we'll go from there. But the main thing was medical history because my anxiety was getting worse and worse. And I'm like, okay, I want to know if this is like, you know, my family has the same kind of mental like in illness or something like that. So I just wanted to kind of find medical history and just like see if they're still alive or not, like, or if I have any siblings out there. Yeah, that makes sense. When your best friend told you to search, did she refer to family in Russia as mom and dad? She said basically my birth parents. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah. going to say, if she said... If she didn't oh, okay, okay. Because I was going to say... So there's my birth parents and my adopted parents, yes. Right. I was just going to say, how does that make you feel, though, if someone referred to your family over in Russia as mom and dad? I mean, would the, do, you, do you take offense to that? No, because it's like, I basically, well, with my, you know, adopted parents, basically, it felt like that I was Americanized. So basically, they basically just didn't talk about my birth family at all. It was just like, it was independent for me. So it's like, you know, I chose upon myself to look at like look up my like parents and like so like I'm like I have a book about like all most of my information but it's kind of fuzzy because Russia's fuzzy like that with medical stuff so I was looking through it and um you know she, my mom's like oh you can look through it blah 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 anytime but then my mom like I would try to have like a sit down with my mom and she just my uh, adopted mom and she wouldn't have it so it's just like it was just about, like I had to do it upon myself just like okay well if I want to figure it out it's upon me not my adopted parents so it's kind of difficult a little bit did you ever get a like a real reason from your adoptive mom or your dad about why they didn't really want to help you search was it an insecurity on their behalf or did they just not really seem interested in it as much or like i don't really know because it's like they're kind of it was kind of vague have you ever asked i have yeah but it's very vague you know like they just basically just say the same thing like you know we adopted you to get out like you know to have you have a better life and blah 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 they didn't really go into detail. It's like, you know, they didn't really want to. But like, even though my mom did take a Russian class in high school and actually went to Russia, that's why she wanted to adopt kids from Russia. But then basically when she adopted, like, the, like you know, my siblings and I, it just basically became a blur. And it's just like, she just didn't want to talk about it for some reason. I don't know. Okay. Did you ever, so I know you mentioned that you're got you guys like Russian and clothing okay. to try to familiarize yourself with a little bit of the culture. What age did that stop at? So those, like, we only did it, like, once. We did have a Russian birthday party when I was, I think, 12, 13, like, mid-teenage years or whatever. Because it's like, you know what, I like, you know, because I think that was also, like, maybe the beginning of, like, you know, because I look at my book a lot. I really want to know, like, if my parents are alive, you know, and I really want to find them. So I told my mom, it's like, you know what, this year we're going to do a Russian birthday party. Because it's like, you know what, that's my heritage. That's where I came from. I, like, celebrate it. And stuff like that. So then she made a matryoshka. Is that how you pronounce it? Matryoshka. A matryoshka. Uh, Pretty close. Yeah. A cake. And then she actually had like these little um, wooden matryoshkas that you could paint. Yeah. And I'm an yep. awful artist. So I painted the face blue rather than leave it plain. So I was kind of, I was like, everyone else had like, you know, the skin color, but I chose the mind to be blue. So I guess it was a Smurf, basically, not a Russian, you know, wooden. Wow. Okay. Did you, growing up, did you ever have any disadvantages 
maybe in school or something that you thought was different just because you were adopted or you came to a conclusion that I'm like this because I was adopted. Yeah. So I had like a reading and speech impediment and everyone else didn't really have like, so I think it's called an IEP basically in a, or something like that. So yeah, you had like a special plan in school. Yeah. Pretty yeah much. So I had a basically, so I had a special class every year from like first grade to high school. And it was just me and one other person that had it. And so it's like, well, why is everyone else not doing this? Why am I, you know, the outsider? And so then I was thinking back, it's like, well, maybe this is like, you know, become a, because I'm adopted, it's like, you know, maybe I have this kind of, it's not a disability, but it kind of is maybe in some ways. I'd call it more of a disadvantage. disadvantage yeah. But it was, just, it was just me. So it just definitely felt weird that it's like, okay, why are my other friends or classmates not doing this class? Why am I the only one? So definitely, you know. Did you ever get an answer from like the school or even your parents of why you were in those classes? No, no. See, like, yeah, because my parents are still very vague about my Russian heritage. So they don't really like talking about it. So, but I'm trying to understand when you got put in these classes, was it the school's decision or was it your parents' decision? My parents. And they didn't tell you ahead of time? No, basically, they were just like, okay, you can just go in this class. That's going to be like 30 minutes. So you'll have to like get out of English or history and then go over there and then you can go back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of adoptees that I have that had, you know, specialized learning plans in school. I had one, same thing pretty much, yeah. where, you know, they'd take you out and you'd read with this woman for like 30 minutes and they'd put you back in. And yeah. And, and I never knew like what, what the, you know, I was like, okay, why are you interrupting my like class time to go read a book that I felt kind of too old to be reading? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as you got older, did you become more interested or did you stop being interested for a while and want to revisit it down the, down the road or like kind of, kind of walk us through about that? So it was kind of like always in the back of my head. Like I always wanted to know, but I just didn't know there was resources until now. Yeah. So basically, it's like, you know, I wanted to, and my parents were just not an option, really. So I basically just like, you know, I'd go in, on the internet, you know, I'd try like different, um, like ancestry, whatever. Sometimes like they were free, sometimes they weren't. But it's like, I was always interested about my background, but it's like, I just didn't have like many people like, you know, to go to. Because um, like I said, I was like, you know, grew up in a small town. And then there was like another like town that wasn't really, that's kind of discreet. So it's like no one really knew any kind of resources. So I was kind of by myself. But I did like, I always did think about it. I think basically when high school and then like after high school, I really wanted to find out because like, you know, my anxiety's gotten worse. And like, okay, I really want to find out where I'm from and if my parents are still alive or not. So did you, did you end up figuring anything out? So I did. About three years ago, I did find my family. I don't know how to describe this, but uh, so I got a message from my nephew that <laughs> out of the blue on, oh, can I say what app that uh, it was on? Or yeah. Uh, was it OK or VK? It was on WhatsApp. Oh, oh, yeah. It was on he contacted me and it's like, hey, I'm your nephew. I'm with your sister and with your uh, mother, my grandmother. And so we got to like, you know, it was kind of weird. So I kind of was shocked for a couple of days. So I didn't message for a couple of days because I'm like, okay, my like I have a nephew, I have a sister and I have a mom, like, you know, my mom's still alive. And then I finally did message back. And, you know, we like, I learned about like how his living is. It's not that great because in Beast, it's a very poor part of Russia that they really don't get many food services. So basically what I learned is that he eats ramen three times a day. <laughs> And like my and sister, where's where's Beast located? So it's basically I don't know how to describe it, but it's basically it's the big 
thing. Like basically go to the middle and then go straight down. I think. So is it what is it before the the, the mountains or right after? Because I know there's the there's the Ural Mountains out. So it's in like not the west. It's definitely south. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Uh, so like down and then toward the middle. Of yeah. Russia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. And it's very so cold. like toward 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 Kazakhstan. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very cold there, and so you know, and they don't have much supplies, so it's kind of sucks. But and I don't really want to talk about my birth sister because I don't really want to go into detail. But she is still alive, and then my my mother is still alive. Now, as far as I know, right now they're doing okay. So. Did they feel happy to? know of your existence yes they did yeah they're very happy they wanted me to send pictures of my me and then like i had the big question was medical history and um they did have a translator there with my nephew and i was like okay can i just have any background of like about medical history like is there any illnesses that i like you know might have and he basically said i don't know how to translate that multiple times and so i'm like i don't know where to go from there so it's like i just kept kind of pushing and pushing and it's like you know what i just kind of stopped because i'm like if and i even asked like well you can translate like you could put it in russian language and then i could translate it and it didn't really go through that well i guess it didn't really from on his side so i just like i just kind of stopped (laughs) yeah so only information on the mother's side nothing from the father's side no, no, my father is still unknown. Okay. Do you, are you do you want to know at this point or do you not? I, I do. Yes. Yeah, I want to see if he's still alive and if he is, you know, like if he's still alive or if like I don't know. But it's I'd like to know, yes. Okay. Have you been back to Russia or no? No, I have not, but I'd like to. Okay. What would you like to see in the country? So I'd like to see actually Moscow, like you know, the big city. And I would like to go back to my home city. See like my backstory. And then I'll go back. My adopted parents, they'd actually go to the orphanage and they had a um, organization that they'd build playgrounds for orphanages. So they actually built a playground for my orphanage specifically. And then actually go back like every year, basically. That's really cool. And so it's like, I'd like to go back to like, see what they did, what they did work on and stuff like that. Do you remember the name of the organization that they worked for? So it was called Legacy Bridge. Legacy Bridge. Okay. Because there's probably other adoptees that may actually know the name. So it's no longer an organization. It stopped about five, six years ago. Yep. It's no longer, but um, yeah, but it's like, it's still, the name is still like very um, around. People know about it. Okay. So have you ever talked about the findings of your family with any of your current family? Have they asked questions about it? Were they curious themselves or interested? Not really. No, I did tell my adopted mom. But um, because like my nephew actually sent pictures of my sister and my mother and him. Yeah. And they definitely thought it was very peculiar. So basically it wasn't really a normal kind of reaction, as you think. They didn't really want to go into detail. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't really ask like, oh, how's your sister doing? How like, oh, that's cool that you have a nephew. They didn't really go into detail. They were just like, oh, okay. They like just, I felt like they just didn't really care. So kind of also was like a, I don't know if I can say this, like, but it kind of felt like a backstabbing because it's like, you know, you adopted me, but I want to learn about my birth family. Now you don't care that I actually found them. Yeah, no, that, that's much more common than you think. And it's sad because you're left being told, like, you know, it's okay to go find out all this information. And then you finally figure it out and you want to go tell, you know, your parents and you're excited. And then they don't, yeah. then they act like they don't even care. And it's just like, okay, well, why'd you encourage me in the first place? You know? 
Yeah. Well, they didn't even encourage. It's like it was upon myself, like I said. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. No, they didn't like, they just like, okay, well, here's your book of your information. You can do what you will. They didn't really care what I did with it. Okay. I know you mentioned that besides your siblings, did you ever run into any maybe adopted kids from China or different countries or foster care or any other, or was it really just you and your siblings? It was just really me. Yeah. It was just my siblings and I were like, you know, unique people that were adopted. Everyone else was like, you know, born here. So it was definitely still felt like an outsider. Wow. You mentioned that you had a birthday party and that your parents kind of celebrated Russia, you know, you and your siblings being Russia, Russian like once or twice, maybe. Did they ever like, uh, did you ever experience the food at all or? No, well, we did go to, so there was a Russian candy store yep. in New Hampshire that we'd go every summer. So I'd grab these like little candies. They were like, kind of like, you know, the Jolly Rancher gummies, but they're like Russian ones or something like that. I remember because it was like the same kind of wrapper. Oh, yeah. I'd always get those. But other than that, really not much else, no. Okay. If you were to find your biological father, have you thought about what you'd want to say to him? Well, basically it feels like that he abandoned my mother because he wasn't in the picture. So it's like, okay, what's your story? Why is my mother you know, alone with her only, like, well, with the daughter that's there and then the nephew? So it's like, I just want to know why you left and your backstory, basically. Right. So, so if... If your family, I know you said you already wanted to return and you'd want to go to Beesk. Would you want to see yeah. your biological family when you're in Beesk? That's kind of like a rough patch for me because it's like I kind of stopped with the conversations with my nephew a little bit ago because it was just hard to translate my like, you know, wording to his. So it kind of just out of stop. So I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling if, I mean, is Beesk a very well-known place or is it a small remote village or it's most likely small and it's very cold so okay so i feel like if you did take a trip back and brought like a translator or a guide with you i feel like the news would spread pretty quickly a girl from america is visiting and i feel your family would probably get news of that and try to come find you and meet you and i was just curious what you would want to say to them if you saw them in person yeah i wouldn't know (laughs) yeah so when do you want to go back to Russia? How soon? Well, there's a thing going on right now. Well, yeah. So, I mean, like, besides, uh, yeah, after that. So like, probably, if it does end, hopefully it does. Probably within maybe like the next 10 years or so. Yep. So. Have you ever uh, wanted to learn the language? Kind of, but it's very difficult. So, because I do still like kind of a, still like a speech impediment. So it's kind of still hard to speak some of the words. Yeah. So, but like, I can like do like hi and bye, but that's really it. So. Mm. Um, I want to know how to say a full sentence. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever take any other foreign languages in school? I took Spanish. Oh, okay. Well, you do- want to take French, but apparently because I have the the speech impediment and like whatever, basically it's like, well, that wouldn't be right for you. So we're going to stick with you with like Spanish. And I'm like, but I, cause I wanted to, cause, cause I wanted to go to France and I actually did. And I want to at least learn the language. So then I could actually not feel like an American there. You know, because <laughs> you know they judge Americans over there. So it's like you know, I'd like to learn the language, but I just didn't get the chance. Yeah. So when it comes to adoption, you hear a lot of different sides of uh, mm-hmm. adoption, especially positive ones, because the media likes to focus on the success stories. Of course, it sells better. That's the truth. But when you have these people who are negative about it, what's your first reaction? They think that they just think that it's like, you know, so bad about like being adopted and whatnot because you're just so different and 
you weren't born in America because apparently like America is like, you know, the best place on earth, which, you know, in some circumstances is. But people just are like found upon other countries because they have heard different things. So I just basically sometimes my first reaction is kind of ignore them because I don't like negative kind of environments. But then also it's like, I'll tell them my side, you know, like, well, don't really think that way. I'm like, this is the way that like, no, I think. So maybe you should think this way. And what do you say toward the really negative experiences people had that were from orphanages that came into adoptive families and experienced like traumatic events as, such as abuse, and rape and neglect and terrible things like that, who really do say, you know, if and are not dreaming to basically get away from where they're adopted from and they want to return to Russia because maybe they even felt safer over there. So that's a difficult like situation to go upon because, you know, it's like I haven't you know experienced that myself. But what I'd say is just like, you know, that was a horrible time, um, but you were where you were meant to be. Basically, like when you were adopted, like when you come to America, not, you know, stay in Russia, because like if you if you had that circumstance, it definitely was very traumatizing and you want to get out of it. But if people do say that they want to go back to it, then it's like they don't really want to relive it, but they want to go back to where they came from. And sometimes like, you know, their memories will come back and that is tough. But sometimes like going with someone and having some comfort, um, you know, realizing it's like, you know, that was the past. I don't really know how to go on this. Because it's a really tough subject. Yeah, no, there's, there's real, yeah, there's no good answer. I was just curious what your opinion. There's no right way or wrong way, but it's just like you just need someone there just to talk to and talk through if you're having some tough times, basically. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, that that was just an opinion question anyway. There's no right or wrong answer because no one has a right answer for it. I mean, like I said, adoption is so complicated that there's a lack of understanding in society about it. That's why we have adoptees are the ones sharing these stories. So you hear the good and the bad. That's what we're doing. Have you ever kind of thought on a bigger picture why you were adopted? Or do you believe in a higher power that made it happen? Uh, well, I'm religious, so I do believe in God. So, <laughs> um, But I do believe there was a reason for me being adopted that, you know, there was like, you know, maybe a, like I do have a better life like here than I would have back there because I do hear stories that people did have tough situations and tough lives and they wanted to get out, but sometimes they just don't have um, parents that adopted them. So it is really hard, but I do believe that there is always a reason basically of why I was adopted and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever thought about adopting your own children? Yeah. Uh, I don't really know how to, this, the situation is like with adopting from Russia because I am technically a Russian citizen still, but with like nowadays, I don't know if that's still possible. But I would still like to adopt. Uh, I heard there's yeah. some loophole. At least that's what the rumor is that because Russian citizens live abroad, they can use that as an excuse to kind of get around the ban, even if they have another nationality. That'd be, but would you specifically choose Russia or would you be open to other countries? I'd be open to other countries, yes. But I'd start with Russia, though, first, because that's where I came from. So I'd like to not like leave a legacy, but I'd like to keep on the story, basically, because that's what my adopted parents did. So I'd like to going with it so if you adopted someone from russia and they wanted to know about their history and family one day you know and go back to the roots kind of like how you did growing up what would your response be to your own child yeah, i'd be open to it i'd be like you know if you're open to finding your family i'd be like okay well, we'll sit down you know there's so many resources like you know we'll like go back to like you know what why i adopted you and like you know your kind of story of and then I basically like, okay, well, if you want to find your parents, this is the resource, the resource that we can go to and stuff like that. Because there's so many 
out there that, you know, it's not very hard anymore. Right. But I'm very open to having their story being told and having their birth family be found for them. Do you believe that there's anything wrong with being adopted? I don't think so, no. It's definitely different, but it's definitely unique because you definitely have a different story than everyone else. Everyone has a story, but being adopted definitely is a great story because you're from a different country. So people are really interested in that. Were you ever bullied for being adopted? No. Oh, okay. So, I mean, were you, were you, were you kind of quiet about it as a child or did you, t- I mean, it sounded like you only told your close friends. Did you ever like publicly speak about it to a larger group or? What do you mean publicly? Like, uh, you know, maybe did a class project on Russia because it was special to you because you came from there or something. No, we didn't have a project like that. I wish we did, because I would definitely do it. Okay. But no, we did not. Well, I'm curious about a little bit of, like, science behind the adoption. You know, in school, for example, we <laughs> learn about, like, genetics and traits and how certain things are, you know, like, your smile is a certain way because of your mother or your father had brown yeah. eyes, so you're going to have the dominant trait, right? Yeah. When you were taught yeah. any of that in school, did you participate in that, in those exercises, or did you just go off of what your adoptive parents look like and lie? Or how did you go about doing those types of assignments? So my adoptive parents, like my dad has blue eyes and my mom has green eyes and I have brown. So it's not, I don't think it's possible. So I would go back to my heritage and like, okay, my mom might have had brown eyes, so I have brown eyes. Oh, so, so you had that information that specifically said the eye color. And- yes, in my book, it actually says brown eyes, blonde hair, how tall she was. So I'm short and she was short. She's only 5'1". I'm 5'2". So, you know, it's very similar. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting to know. So when you, when you think of adoption, if you just hear someone talking about it on the street, if, what's your first initial reaction to it? It's pretty like interesting because like they're trying to tell their story. So maybe like I would meet, like maybe join in and it's like, well, I was adopted too. Like I'm going to tell you my story. And stuff like that. I'm very open to like telling my story in some ways. Have you ever thought about writing a book about your story? I'm not a good writer, so <laughs> no. But if I was, I would probably. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't know where to start. Yeah. Do you believe that your? I mean, you said that you briefly talked to. I mean, did you talk to your biological mother at all, or no? No, it was just through my nephew. Okay. Do you know if she wanted to talk to you? I I don't remember now. No, it's just mostly my nephew that talked. Yeah, it was mostly, I think, my sister and my nephew that was it. Yeah. And you haven't communicated with them for a while? No, no, we kind of ended. Okay. Are you active at all in terms of Russian social networking sites or keeping up to date with like news, what's happening over there? So I do have a Facebook uh, thing that I follow, uh, Russians of New Hampshire. So I get to learn about like, you know, people talk about their story or like where they're from and stuff like that. And I also follow like Russian adoptees um, group on Facebook as well. So I keep up with that. And do you ever read some of the stories that are posted about people's experiences? And do you ever kind of wish you had a different experience than the one you have now? Like I do think about it, but it's like I think that, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I think my situation was supposed to happen the way it was. Yeah. So your message overall would be more positivity than negative, I assume. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, has, like, you know, there's always, like, you know, the bad sides and the good sides. But sometimes, it's hard to say this, but sometimes you have to go through the bad to get to the good. If there's one thing you could change about your adoption journey so far, or your adoption story, I know people don't like to dwell on the past, but if there is something that you think could have been done differently, what do you think 
that would be? I think I'd want my adopted parents to be more open about my background and actually want to talk about it. Yeah. Because uh, they're very vague and not really open. So it's like I'd actually want to like, you know, no more answers rather than just like, okay, you know, you were cute. You know, that's it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was a cute baby, but it's like, I want to know why you adopted me rather than like, you know, well, we wanted cute. Like, you know, they did want six kids, um, but they stopped at four. So I don't know that reason either. Yeah. Um, but I would want them to be more open because it's like, it's just kind of felt like that I was all by myself and I just wanted someone else to be there which, along the journey. Which is a strange feeling to say that you felt all by yourself considering you had three other Russian adoptees living in the same house as you. Yeah. That's what's kind of odd about it. Because <laughs> they weren't really open about it either. Do you know, do, do you know why they were never open about it? They, well, their view of it is that they were neglected. So they see Russia as a bad, you know, kind of. So it's like, you know, like, well, they neglected us. So I'm not going to like, you know, acknowledge that I was born there, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, okay, well, if you don't agree with it, then I basically did feel alone because I'm like, well, if you're not going to be positive about it, how am I going to turn you to be positive about it? That makes sense. When did you start to get more positive feedback about your adoption journey? Like what age would you say someone started to listen to you, I guess? When I like, you know, started to find like my family like a couple of years ago. Yeah. So. Did you, I know you, you talk about how your siblings just, they get, they were neglected, right? At any point growing up, did you actually try to talk to them, like a deep conversation at all about Russia? Like bring it up or did you just pretty much avoid it? I kind of avoided it, yeah, because I just didn't want to talk about it either. Because basically, you know how my adoptive parents, like basically they Americanized us, as you'd say. So it's like, you know, basically our Russian heritage is like, you know, no longer really, I don't know what the word is, but uh, so it's just like, it was just very hard. Do you wish that maybe at least one of your siblings would have been uh, more into it? So at least you could have someone, I guess, talking about it growing up? I do have one of the brothers likes talking about it, but he's very confused about it. So it's like all we talk about is like, you know, our mental illness is basically the same. We both have anxiety. We both had depression. So, but we don't really go into detail about it because he doesn't go right. like, so we like my siblings and I have like the four books about all our information. I was the only one that actually took it out, like, you know, every couple months. My net, like my siblings wouldn't really look at it at all. So. Do you think they ever will? I don't think so. No, that's kind of sad. Does it? Yeah, I was going to say. Does it ever hurt you or bother you? It kind of does because, like I said, it's like I do feel alone because I'm like you know in grade school, I was like felt like that was the only adopted person throughout basically school years and stuff like that. So it just I just felt really weird. So I do feel hurt because I'm like I want someone else to be you know the same kind of situation and actually understand what I'm going through rather than just brush it off. Have you ever considered, or have you ever at one point saw a counselor specifically for like adoption or no. adoption trauma? Do you would you ever consider it? Or do you think you need it? So I did go through therapy in high school. Oh, okay. But it wasn't for Russia, like only. Okay. But I did talk about like you know I was born from Russia. You know I do have these things and stuff like that. But it was only a one session thing. It wasn't continuing. Okay. I felt like I was being ignored a lot because I was just like, okay, now I'm back at square one. I'm all by myself again. Would you feel right now to this day, do you still feel alone? Or because of all these resources now, you feel not as alone anymore? I feel like that there's like, you know, now there's like a group of people that understand, you know, like they're trying to find the same answers that I am. So it's like, you know, now I don't feel as alone. So it feels good because it's like I read their stories and so I can kind of relate in some ways. Because it, it was like, you know, some people's like they can never find their families and some of them they can, but everyone gets a different reaction. Right. Right. So I like to ask everyone at the end, 
the, our episode, if you could leave a piece of advice or words of wisdom to someone who's going to listen to this episode, what message would you want to try to get across? I'd say you're, you're not alone. There's so many resources out there. So if you have, like, just share your story um, and people will reach out and stuff like that. You're not alone because it's like, you know, it does take, I was alone for a long time until I found the resources. And now it's like, you know, I've connected with some people and stuff like that. I don't know how to like add on to that. (laughs) So your message of just, there's always, there's someone out there to talk to if they need it. Okay. Well, Claire, it's been a pleasure this evening speaking to you. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and opening up. If you would like to ever come back, you are more than welcome to. If you have any updates about your family, let us know. And again, thank you so much. And you, you were great to have on tonight. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. That was Claire from New Hampshire, another Russian adoptee, joining us tonight on Voice of Adoptees podcast. You can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many others, including our website, voiceofadoptees.com. If you're adopted or know someone who wants to share your story, come on, find us online and book a time and we'd be happy to speak with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great evening or a great day and we will see you next episode. Voice of Adoptees, who am I? Thanks for listening to Voice of Adoptees. Please take a moment to like, subscribe and leave a review. See you next time.